On this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, Nintendo is getting virtual. Another Zelda rumor? Time for Tetris. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like you. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Well, this, this took me by surprise. I mean, a couple of years ago, we saw, like, patent applications for this exact thing. And... I I said up and down, well, this is not happening with the Switch. This is for some future, uh, some future device from Nintendo. And and actually, it's not the first time I was wrong about that. We also saw that patent application for having the Nintendo Switch, or well, a device from Nintendo, um, next like next to another one, and then connecting them so that objects could move from one to the other and then we ended up seeing that happen in mario party so and i said that that was for some future device because clearly the switch didn't have that kind of functionality built in or they would have already talked about it uh it's surprising the the stuff that you see or the stuff that nintendo is doing with the nintendo switch that they didn't tell us about before and if you're if you're wondering what is it that Bill's talking about, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop being cagey here in just a second. Uh, but Nintendo, uh, they they kind of surprised me again because we've seen these patent applications for a shell of some kind that you could put a device like the Switch into and put it up to your face for some virtual reality. And I said, that's not going to happen with the Switch. And I, I listed a whole bunch of reasons, which I'm not going to talk about yet. I'll talk about that stuff in a little bit. Um, but Nintendo announced yesterday, and this was a huge, huge, huge surprise to me. But they announced yesterday uh, that Nintendo Labo is having a new Toy-Con kit. Uh, they're calling it the Toy-Con 4 VR kit. And let's take just a second. And the first thing that I did was was pick my jaw up off the floor because I was like, what? I can't believe they're doing this. Uh, but then I looked at this picture. And if you're just listening to the show, you should probably head over to the YouTube channel or the Twitch page and watch the VOD after the fact so you can see what it is that I'm talking about. Or you could just go to my website and you can see the, the pictures uh, that I'm talking about. But... Um, They've got some really, really weird stuff here. Uh, so let, let's first off, the first thing that occurred to me when I looked at this picture is look at every single person holding this stuff. Notice the word I said, holding, all right? They are all holding the cardboard device against their face. None of them have this thing like strapped to their head. And honestly, 
I don't know that I would. I know that people have used Google Cardboard before, and I've tried Google Cardboard in the past, but I don't know that I would trust cardboard to hold my phone up in the air like that would make me very very nervous and i don't think i would trust it with i know my phone's a lot more expensive than three hundred dollars but i don't think i'd trust it with a three hundred dollar device either like that makes me nervous um so let's look at these these pictures that we've got here there's a there's a kid sitting on a i don't know some kind of white cube and he's holding it up to his face, uh, kind of like a Viewmaster. Captain Logan in chat says that reminds him of the Viewmaster version. Uh, if you're not old like me, you probably don't know what the Viewmaster is. The Viewmaster was this this little red thing uh, that you could put like these circular slides into, and each each circular slide had like a little tiny tiny. Um, smaller than a postage stamps uh size picture on it and you would look towards light and the light would shine through the picture and then you got to see the picture in 3d with the the view master and then you pulled on this lever and it would change to the next picture and it was super cool like I've, i always thought that was really rad uh and then if you look this this kid is he's holding it up to his face and then he's got his foot on some sort of pedal I'm not sure what that's supposed to be. That's really weird. The next kid over looks like he's got like a super scope. And again, if you're old like me, then the super scope is something that you know about. But if you don't, that just reminded me, I need to get a super scope for the wall of Nintendo stuff that I have behind me. Um, The super scope was basically the follow up to the NES zapper. It was this bazooka that came out for the Super Nintendo and came with this really uh, uh, this really weird combination of games but that's not the point that, so this game uh, this one comes or has like a bazooka uh, underneath there we've got a, a kid taking pictures with a camera and then <laughs> then there's this girl who's got a bird's uh, rear end uh, right up against her face because uh, that seems like a great idea and then there's a girl who wants to be an elephant and uh, then there, it looks like there's the another kid playing with the same thing that the first kid is, but this time it's got the Joy-Cons on the side. Now, this um, the VR kit has two different versions, okay? The two different versions are the starter set plus the blaster. So the starter set is just like the generic thing. It's just a thing you put your Switch into. It's got the little... Uh, lenses in order to make it so that when you put this right up against your face you like it doesn't seem like it's right up against your face and then it has the bazooka that I talked about before um then there is the Nintendo Labo make play or no where is it it's the experience VR kit uh this one is going to be more expensive and it comes with all of the stuff okay uh the when is this coming out? It's coming out on April 12th. So that is very, very close. That's a little more than a month away. And that that surprised me as well. So um, if you want to get the just the starter kit, 
Uh, I believe that is going to be $40. I'm looking for prices on here now. I don't see the prices on here right now, but I think I read earlier that that was $40. And if I'm wrong about that, please feel free to let me know uh, that I was wrong. And then you can also get the um, the camera and the, and the elephant as a separate buy. Or you can buy the bird and the wind pedal. The wind pedal must be the thing that this guy's got his foot on. Um, or you can buy the bird and the wind pedal as a separate thing. Or you can buy them all together for a more expensive, I think, $80, but I'm not sure. Now, let's let's think about this. People are I, I know that there's people out there who are saying, okay, so what Nintendo games are going to be compatible with this? And my honest opinion here is that most of them, in fact, I think, and I, you know, I'm, I'm fine being wrong about this, but I would guess that, that the, the games that we currently have on the Nintendo Switch will probably not be compatible with this because you have to have two hands to hold it up to your face. They did not ship it with a strap. Now that doesn't stop anybody from going out and buying some elastic at their local hobby shop and fashioning that onto the Nintendo uh, or onto the cardboard that they sent you. But I feel like Nintendo knows that having a piece of elastic holding this onto your face is going to cause two problems. First off, the elastic is likely to fail and fall, and there goes your $300 investment, and people are going to be very unhappy about that. And two, you're holding cardboard against your face. Maybe you're going to get a paper cut, especially if you've got it on tight enough to hold it in place while you move around. Like, that could be very, very uncomfortable. A lot of virtual reality headsets that exist have padding in the face area. And this doesn't look like, I mean, I'm just looking at it now. It doesn't look like there's tons of padding on this. So that doesn't really make much sense to me. My guess is that this is going to be designed, it, especially for whatever ships with this. Now, of course, Nintendo are calling it VR because that's what it is. It is virtual reality. But I guarantee that there are a lot of people out there who are immediately thinking that this is going to be like the PSVR or like the Oculus Rift and or the uh, the other one that's not the Oculus Rift or the PSVR. I can't remember what it's called. Um, that's not what this is going to be. And I'm you know what? If I'm wrong about this, I'm I'll eat crow. But yeah, the vibe. Thank you, Captain Logan. This is not that. And there's a million reasons why this is not that. First off, the cardboard is not going to hold up. Um, not over time. And that means you're going to have to keep buying that cardboard over and over. And people aren't going to want to do that. Uh, secondly, the Switch's screen. The Switch's screen is a 720p low-res screen. Now, when I'm playing a game on my Nintendo Switch, that's perfectly fine. There's no reason why that's bad. But when I'm holding a 720p screen up to my face, now we've got a problem. And the problem is those pixels are going to be 
massive. They're going to be very, very big pixels. And that's going to look like garbage. The Nintendo Switch is not super powerful either. So a lot of people are like, oh man, does this mean we're going to get Skyrim VR? Because there's Skyrim VR on PS4 and PS4 VR, okay? And there's Skyrim on the Nintendo Switch, so I, I'm sure that there's people out there who are thinking, we're going to have Skyrim VR now. No, I don't think that that's going to happen. And the reason I don't think it's going to happen are all the reasons that I already said. When you look at a game like Skyrim and you put it right up against your face, first off, think about how it runs now. Now it has to split that screen in half and render everything twice. That's going to look like garbage. It's going to look like garbage. It's going to have a low frame rate, and it's going to have that low-res 720p screen. So it's going to look bad. It's going to have a poor frame rate, which causes people to get motion sickness, and the thing is not strapped to your damn head. It has to be held there. This is not the kind of thing that is the same VR that we're seeing everywhere else. This is something that is decidedly Nintendo. And that's not a bad thing. Like, I don't think that this is a bad idea. In fact, I think that there are some fantastic ideas that can come from this. I think that this is a very cool idea. But I, I guarantee that there are people who are not tempering their expectations. And they are going to be very, very unhappy when this comes out in April. And I just want to make sure that I say... Let's just wait and see what happens. Now, what do I want to see happen? Well, first off, I'm probably not going to buy this because I don't want cardboard stuff all over my house. However, let's pretend that I was going to buy it. I had like an entire separate room where I could put all the cardboard crap that Nintendo wants me to build. Um, not saying that, that Labo is a bad idea because I think Labo is a fantastic idea. I'm just kind of an, a neat guy and I don't like to have clutter. Uh, so having that cardboard never getting used, just sitting around, that bothers me to no end. Um, you know, make it plastic, something that's durable. Then I'm a little more on board. Uh, so anyway, let's let's talk about what I would like to see if I had this magical room to store all of the stuff. Okay, uh, I would like to see Pokemon Snap, and there's a lot of people who are talking about Pokemon Snap. Uh, if you never played it, it was an N64 game. You were basically like on a train or on rails and you were you you didn't control where you went. You went in like this the, on this path that was predetermined and you took pictures of Pokemon. And if ever there was something that would make playing Pokemon Snap awesome, it would be this kid here who's holding up the Nintendo Switch as a camera like that seems really really cool i would love to see a pokemon snap game come to the nintendo switch even if it's just a widescreen version of pokemon snap like the original pokemon snap game now i never played it well that's not true i i didn't play it much i probably played it for 10 minutes at a friend's house or something um but it, it didn't really appeal to me, mostly because it was Pokemon and <laughs> I was too cool for Pokemon at the time. Uh, but I think that this is a really, really great way 
to show off this game and or, or or this device and i bet you that it would ship a whole lot more if it did well now let's think about it we just had the pokemon direct and on that pokemon direct where they spent all of the you know all of the direct talking just about pokemon sword and shield if you missed that episode go back and listen to it um like they talked all about sword and shield and then at the very end they said and if you think that sword and shield is all we've got going on this year then you would be mistaken uh bringing back pokemon snap would make this thing literally fly off the shelves and it might might make me change my mind and when you think about that, let's let's look back at the two versions of the of Toy-Con 4, the VR kit. There's two versions that you can buy. You can buy the version that just comes with the goggles and the gun, or you can buy the version that comes with everything else. And what does that everything else include? The camera. So Pokemon Snap would be really, really cool. It would be a great idea, and it would sell lots and lots of these uh, these devices. Uh, speaking of sales, like this is not the virtual reality that people are talking about. This is not the virtual reality that everybody is saying that they want, that the Switch is not capable of, in my opinion. But I think this will probably be the best selling VR device this year. I think this will easily be the best selling VR device this year. It's $80. It's $80. It comes with this cool thing. It's got a do-it-yourself vibe going on. I think that this will be the best-selling VR this year, especially because the Switch is selling like crazy. So I think that this is very, very interesting. I like where Nintendo's going with this, but I really think you guys had to calm down and temper, and I'm saying you guys, not that it, not that you personally have been saying, oh my gosh, this is going to be, Metroid is going to be VR. No, that's I know that you're not saying that, but there's people out there that they just got to calm down and exactly what Res TV and Chad is saying, temper their expectations. Because if you don't, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, before I move on, I want to say one more thing that I would like to see, and that is... I want to see a, a a remake of that old Super Scope game that I had when I was a kid uh, to go along with this weird gun thing that this kid's playing with. Uh, the Super Scope game I absolutely loved. It had this weird Tetris kind of game to it uh, where the blocks came in from the side and you had to shoot like these glass blocks to make room for the blocks that came in. So I thought that was super rad and I would love to be able to play it again and I don't have a super scope and i i think i think i have the super scope game behind me on my on my shelf of of wonder back there someplace um but i don't have the actual super scope so i would like to see that now i would love to hear from you guys there's a lot of ways that you can get a hold of me and uh the, one of the best ways is by leaving a voicemail using the anchor app so download the anchor app Search for Nintendo Switchcraft, hit that voice message, and tell me what you think of Nintendo Labo Toy-Con 4 VR kit. I would love to hear what you guys think. You can also email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, and you can uh, yell at me on Twitter. Hello, look. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, listen. Okay, everybody. I want to thank the listeners to the podcast. You guys are fantastic. And there's a very good friend of mine who goes by Bravd in our Discord community. And he sent me a copy of Lego DC um, Lego DC Supervillains for the Nintendo Switch. It's a uh, it, you know it's a physical version of the game, and I this is going to be a, a giveaway, but for U.S. residents only, only for U.S. residents. Okay. Uh, and the reason is, is because last time I gave away a physical game, somebody in England won it and it cost me like almost as much as the game to mail it to them for some ridiculous reason. Like I, I, it, it was very expensive to send. So that's going to be us only. I'll do giveaways in the future that can in include everybody. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there who will do a giveaway on like Twitter and, you know, they'll use that as the way to do the giveaway. But I only want people who listen to the show to be eligible for this uh, because I, like that's my thank you to you. So if you don't listen to the show, well, you're obviously not hearing this right now. Um, I will obviously let people know that if you want to listen to the show, you can get eligible for this giveaway. Uh, but if you are interested in in getting a physical copy of Lego DC Supervillains for the Nintendo Switch, all you have to do to enter the giveaway is go to runjumpstomp.com slash NSC-LEGO. Um, that's runjumpstomp.com slash NSC-LEGO. Uh, and the password, it's going to ask you for a password. The password is Batman. And the reason why I'm making all of these stops is because I don't want, uh, like, I don't want people who don't listen to the show to win the giveaway. So, you know, if somebody's going to, uh, you know, want to join in on the giveaway and they've never heard the show before and they want to listen for it, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. Uh, but if if you want to enter the giveaway. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash NSC dash Lego and enter the password Batman. And then it will take you to the place where you can, where you can do all that stuff. Let me just test the, let me just test the password and make sure that I did it right. Yes, it unlocked it. And now you, you, it says click here to enter. So, uh, it's, it's a glean giveaway, but the only way, no, no, no. Okay. There you go, right there. 
runjumpstomp.com slash NSC dash Lego right there. I know that it works because that's how I got there. Did I say slash? Oh, I said it wrong. Okay. Runjumpstomp.com slash NSC dash Lego. I think I said dash. A hyphen, I guess. Anyway, uh, that giveaway will go right up until... What day does it... Uh, there's 23 days left, so you've got plenty of time to enter. I think it goes until the end of the month. Uh, there's plenty of time to enter, um, and I won't talk about it on every show, but you know, ev once every couple of episodes, I might mention it just in case somebody new comes by. Uh, again, that URL, and this is the last time I'll say it today, is runjumpstomp.com slash NSC hyphen Lego. Uh, just in case I said it wrong at some point. So that's the new Super Nintendo Entertainment System. What about it? They say it has 16-bit technology, whatever that means. Oh, I see. What else do they say? That it has 3D graphics and digital stereo sound, and that Super Mario World is included. Okay, okay, we'll get it for them. Okay, that VR stuff, that was huge. So that took up a lot of the show. But I want to talk about a very, very interesting rumor, something that I am excited about myself. And it is a rumor uh, that there is another smaller Zelda game. Uh, not like a, a, a Breath of the Wild kind of sequel thing, but probably something that's more along the lines of a link to the past or a link between worlds or something like that, where it's not like this huge, huge, um, what's the word I'm looking for? This huge open world, crazy three-dimensional, uh, adventure, something smaller and, uh, more palate cleanser kind of thing. And I am excited about that idea. Uh, this is in addition to, uh, uh, Link's Awakening, which was announced on the uh, February 13th um, Nintendo Direct. So the rumor is that it's going to be announced before we hear anything else about the Link's Awakening thing, which would be kind of weird and kind of surprising. Now, Verbagen, Vergeben, I don't know how to say the, the guy's name, but Vergeben uh, is the person who had leaked uh, Ridley and Simon Belmont and Ice Climbers and Incineroar and Ken for Super Smash Brothers. Like, that's a lot of stuff to get right. That's a lot of stuff to get right. But he's also the person who uh, talked about Star uh, had leaked Star Fox Grand Prix. And a lot of people said that you know that 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 you can't trust uh Verge Ben's Verge Ben's uh track record because of that Star Fox Grand Prix thing but during that last direct we saw some stuff for Starlink and that like it included spaceship racing with Star Fox stuff which like that makes me think that that's where that rumor came from so i feel like Whoever this Vergeben is, I feel like their track record is pretty good. That being said, it's a rumor, you know, so take it with a grain of salt. But I I I I would love to have more bite-sized Zelda experiences. Uh there's been rumors for for a long time now that we'd see Zelda on a mobile device like for your phone. 
And the only way that I would want that personally is if the game controlled like uh, Spirit Tracks or Phantom Hourglass. Those are both games that were for the um, for the 3DS or was or maybe just the DS. Yeah, they were both for the DS. And they use touchscreen controls, which I have said many times that I I hate touchscreen controls, but I really enjoyed those games. And I feel like playing with your phone in portrait mode, in vertical mode, where the bottom half of the screen is the touchscreen and the top half is uh, you walking around, like that would be kind of cool. And I would really enjoy that because my biggest complaint about touchscreen games is that my fingers get in the way of the action and the way that that spirit tracks and phantom hourglass work was that like your fingers and stylus did not get in the way because it was just a way for you to control things anyway i thought it was really cool and i would love to see another 2d uh 2d zelda game now they're saying that it that, that it's on on switch I, I i don't care I want more Zelda. I just always want more Zelda. Give me more Zelda. Double Dragon 2, the revenge for your Nintendo Entertainment System. All right, we are going to lightning round the rest of this stuff. So we're going to actually go pretty quick through the end. Um, First off, I want to talk about Brave Land Trilogy. It is a game that is out on Nintendo Switch today, I think. Um, I did a first look at it. And it is a top-down strategy game. It's also a mobile game, so you can like buy it on on phones. And I opened up my phone and searched the app store for it. It didn't look like there were in-app purchases. Excuse me, I'm sorry, burp right there. It didn't look like there were any in-app purchases, which is usually the thing that makes mobile games the worst, is when they have like these in-app purchases. And then they kind of design the game around trying to bait you into getting those in-app purchases. I think that's a mistake. Uh, So I didn't see any of those in Braveland on iOS. So that means that on the Switch, they don't have to rework how the game is made and balanced and, and rework the flow in order to get from point A to point B to point C without spending real money. Uh, The game also was on Steam. I I did a quick search to see where else it was. And it's kind of cool. It's got very, very mobile-looking art. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the art. Uh, The animations are pretty weak, I think, and the audio is kind of weak as well. But it's a top-down strategy game. And you basically, like, it's turn-based, so you move your characters around and they have to attack. Think Fire Emblem, think Advanced Wars, think Wargroove. And the thing that I want to say is that it's really, really unfortunate that this game came out a month after Wargroove because it just doesn't hold up. And it's not that it's a bad game. It's, it's, it's also not a great game. It's just kind of okay. Like it's, it's enjoyable. It's not bad, but Wargroove is just amazing. Wargroove is an achievement and Bravelands is just a pretty decent game. And I feel like that's too bad for them. I think, I almost think that Bravelands should have said, you know what? Our game's ready. Let's, let's spend another six, seven months and either just sit on it 
or try and polish some of the art or animations or something like that uh just so that it like there's some breathing room around wargroove um my guess is that when wargroove uh at that nintendo direct when wargroove was was announced the the date that it was releasing my guess is that the guys at bravelands probably were like oh really come on man uh so it, it just doesn't hold up and if you're looking for that kind of game i would say no take a pass and get get uh wargroove because it's just so much better but that doesn't say that that's not something bad about Bravelands. And before I move on, I, I want to uh, actually check and see how much it is because I, I forgot to look ahead of time. So Brave Land Trilogy uh, costs, do, 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 it's coming up right now, $14.99. So for five more dollars, you can get Wargroove. Like, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's just, I think it's just too much. Um, and it's not this game's fault. It's not this game's fault at all. It's just because it came out when it did. Uh, let's see. Tetris. Are you a fan of Tetris? I'm a fan of Tetris. Tetris 99. I adore that game. Uh, the best that I've gotten so far in Tetris 99, the best that I've gotten so far is second place. I've not yet gotten first place. But this weekend, I'm going to be trying because this weekend, they are having the Tetris... 99 I forgot what it's called I'm clicking on a link right now because my brain just froze and it's called the Maximus Cup the Tetris 99 Maximus Cup is coming March 8th to March 10th and who you know the 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 999 people who get the highest numbers of what's the word I'm looking for uh, highest numbers of wins of number one in Tetris 99 this weekend, they will win 999 gold points each, which is the, the equivalent of $10 um, eShop cash. Uh, so that's awesome. If you don't have Tetris 99 yet and you have Nintendo Switch online, then what are you waiting for? That game is ridiculously good, super fun. And just you're 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 missing out on a fantastic puzzle game uh, with Tetris 99. If for some reason you don't know what that game is, uh, Tetris 99 is a battle royale Tetris game where it's you versus 98 other players. It's super good, and you you have to try it. And by the way, if you don't have Nintendo Switch Online, Nintendo Switch Online has like a free trial. You can try it for a month if you haven't already. And then you can just download Tetris 99 and, and try it out. It's it's worth it. It's such a great game, and I just I adore it. So I'm going to be playing more of it. Um, we've got two new games coming to the NES. The, speaking of Nintendo Switch Online, coming to the NES library for us. Uh, that would be uh, Kid Icarus, which is a game that I've played a lot on the Nintendo Entertainment System and always, always, always did terribly. Uh, got my tail kicked over and over. That game's really, really hard and kind of opaque and, and difficult to get my head around, especially because I never had the instructions when I was a kid. But um, now you've got save states and you've got the uh, instructions built into the Switch. So 
if you've got Nintendo Switch Online, you're going to have Kid Icarus uh, on March 13th, so that's next week. You're also going to have a game called Star Tropics, which I've never played, but it has this really weird thing. The game shipped with like uh, uh, this plastic thing uh, of like you would take a piece of paper out or something, and I because I never played it, and you would put it in water. And it would give you like this password and you needed that like it was their version of copy protection, I guess. You needed this password in the game at some point. So you're going through the game and it asks you for the password. Uh, You had to pour water on it or something. And then it gives you the password so that you can continue the game. Um, When the game came to, I think it was the, the Wii as virtual console kind of thing, it even had like... Uh, the virtual um, the virtual instruction manual and it had a thing for you to like push a button and it would put it in water so that it would tell you uh, the password that you needed. Uh, so that's Star Tropics. Of course, also coming the same day on the 13th. But the thing to remember is uh, Nintendo, they started out giving us three games a month and then they switched to two games a month and they also tend to drop a surprise. It's usually like a something SP, uh, which means like special. And it's some game that we already have, uh, either like right at the end of the game so that you can see the end or with some other weird thing put in. Uh, I don't really know what that's... I don't know what to expect this month, but... I'm excited for Kid Icarus, and enough people have said that I should be excited for Star Tropics that I'm also excited for that. Um, Something that I would like to do when I have more time is sit down and do a a video series on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, where I play through these old games. Uh, just the NES online games and trying, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have time to do that, but it's, it's definitely something that I want to try because these games are really awesome. And maybe it's something I'll do on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. Um, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, lastly, before we get out of here, uh, the Nintendo download today's Thursday, every Thursday, Nintendo puts out the Nintendo download. I'm not going to go through everything. Uh, it looks uh, quite a bit shorter than the pr- than the previous downloads that we've seen. And uh, that's kind of surprising. Like there's like only 20 things today instead of the usual three, three billion. Uh, but it, it basically sums up what's going on on Nintendo Switch this week or on in the world of Nintendo this week. If you want to check that out, head on over to runjumpstomp.com. You can find the show notes, and I have a link to, uh, well, you can just find the Nintendo download there as well. Uh, just search for Nintendo download and you'll find it. Um, but make sure you check that out. You can read all about what they want you to know about. And uh, I think I think that's it for the lightning round. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. If you have not already become a part of our community, you are missing out on some very, very fun people. Join the Nerd Nest. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also all show, you can all show, watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. 
Uh, I already listed the ways you can get a hold of me earlier. If you are looking to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And don't forget, I've got another podcast called Run Jump Stomp, where it's your thoughts on gaming. People call in and say, talk about their stuff on gaming or what their thoughts on gaming. And by the way, this week, I think I'm going to be talking about, um, I forgot the, I forgot the thing. I had a thing that I was going to talk about, and now I can't remember what it was. I'll probably say something about Diablo, and uh, oh yeah, I'm going to be talking about Anthem as well. So if you like stuff that's not just Nintendo, make sure you listen to that show as well. Uh, Thank you for Noteblock for the music on today's show. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash music to check out any music that's ever been on the show. I'm out of here. I will see you all next time. Until then, stay awesome. Bye-bye.